welcome to the whole GD show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my nostalgic co-host, Eleanor. Hello, Dylan. Oh, hello, Jeff. Do you just remember the days where we were both in this basement, huddled around this microphone, trying to figure out why I couldn't get into the Twitter account because I accidentally said we were a month old because I put the podcast's birthday yeah, I, I do miss that. Uh, this is It is weird doing it through Skype a little bit, but it is, I don't know, the weather's nicer, but I, I am I'm also lonely. Yeah, now we just are huddled around a microphone at separate desks. Sure. Oh, we see each other. That's something. That is. Uh, yeah, we talked about your vacation. Dude, that's nostalgia. I know. I we were we we're about to segue into it. I think we should have been recording, but yeah, like I was talking about being a weird theme park dad, and just uh, I went to you know Orlando recently, and it just brings me back, and I just have like I'm riding like a, I go on the Slinky Dog roller coaster by myself, and the like photo op is just has like pure unbridled joy, like I'm a child on my face, and I don't know, just like I'm back there. Yeah, I always hesitate because I'm like, oh, if you wanted to shit on Disney, that was the time to do it, I guess. <laughs> no, remember, we're trying to get employed now. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Disney's great. Love Marvel and everything they do. Yeah. Uh, love their treatment of uh, women and minorities. <laughs> yeah, didn't you? <laughs> Is there anything that brings, like, that pure unbridled joy to your face? Like, oh, man. just evokes um, the childlike nature within? I, I think... I, I don't know. I think I've talked about, like, my happy place is kind of old sitcoms. Like, uh, you know, I've talked about watching. Like, anytime there's, like, a sitcom that kind of has either, you know, a live studio audience, quote-unquote, or a laugh track, that kind of brings <laughs> me back to the day of, like, old, you know, Kenan and Cal, or, you know, all that, or... I don't know. There's something very nostalgic about that for me that I, I just love. And there are shows now that, like, there are great shows that don't have that um, but I don't know, something about a lot of those shows I just don't like. Like, I don't like The Office, and I, I wish I did. I just don't. Because there have are shows track? like. No, uh, maybe. <laughs> I also just don't care for it. But I was watching something I. I like, I, I watch Workaholics. Oh, yeah. Which I, I like, and I'm surprised I like it. Um, but it doesn't have that. But it's kind of got stoner humor, which I've kind of been, like, learned to kind of be against over right. time because it like is it's the type of energy that i've just never been in tune with yeah. but i i still find it funny yeah yeah i used to hate seth rogan i was just like i don't i don't get it blah, blah, blah. i don't know then i just kind of rolled with it i think i don't know the stigma so disappeared speak. yeah it's <laughs> 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 like it's love yeah i don't care for it <laughs> I mean, that's an example of a show I loved as a kid, because it was like, you know, it's a light comedy, it's got some heart, and it's got that, you know, I, it tells me when to laugh, because it's got people laughing in it. <laughs> like, like, that, I think of that sometimes. Do you watch... Or like Drew, uh, Drew Carey show. Oh, yeah, I remember Drew Carey show. Yeah. I was going to say, whatever happened to him, he's hosting The Price is Right. Mm. <laughs> they all had uh, pretty good careers, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, do you like Big Bang Theory? That has a laugh track. Um, you know what? I I know we've talked about this. I think it's a great show to have on in the background <laughs> while you're like living your life, basically. Yeah, it's perfect for that kind of thing. If you like are doing your dishes or your laundry, great show for that kind That's of. It's a thing. good chore show. Yeah, I think so. Um, I I know some people like it, and you know, more power to you. I think the jokes are kind of stale, and I think that they're definitely kind of leaning into a culture that they think that they understand. And I, mm-hmm. I, I guess that is gatekeeping what I just said, and I don't want to do that. But I'm like, D- I don't know. They seem very shallow. Yes, you know it's what very I mean? Like stereotypical. Like, yeah. Nerd. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Just pop culture digs and like white references, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, is there a show that you had down for nostalgia? I wrote down uh, three. Uh, One of them, I I think, is from a collection of shows. I wrote down Angela Anaconda. Oh, yeah, I remember. Which I think is from... Is it just from Kablam, or is that its own show? I think it had its own show on, like... I don't know, it was like Fox Family at one point, and then it was ABC Family, and now it's... Uh, free form, <laughs> yeah. Lot. But yeah, it was like on that or like some. It might have been on like Fox Saturday mornings, I think too. It also yeah. it pre on the Digimon movie. It's like part of it. There's uh, like a pre Angela Anaconda cartoon. Yeah, I I vaguely wasn't it part of Kablam. I think on? so. Yeah. Yeah, that's I I know we've talked about Kablam in one of our earlier episodes and like how insanely like revolutionary that cartoon is. Yeah, and like all the stuff it did, and how that was also a spinoff of my one of the other things I wrote down. It was originally on all that, uh, right? Is it June and um, the guy Henry, and <laughs> Henry, June, yeah. Henry and June? Henry. It was part of all that. Get your yeah, Darier and your Cherrier. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, bring me back. That was Friday nights. I'm pretty sure it's like Kablam. Keenan and Cal, I think. Yeah, I wonder. I'm interested to watch Keenan and Kel again. I think I watched the Christmas episode. No, I haven't seen it in a while. That's the one with the tuba phone. They didn't they do like a thing like a few years ago that was like Kel going to the Good Burger as like a grown man, or Keenan going to the Good Burger to yeah. in SNL. They were both in Kel's. it. Yeah, it was like a, yeah. I think it's a Jimmy Fallon sketch. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he was Lester Oaks construction worker. That's I think my favorite. <laughs> Yeah. character you don't like uh pierre in the bath or whatever oh yeah pierre, pierre escargot. escargot yeah oh, he is great it might have to be pierre yeah. um the other one i liked was i can't remember the character's name it was like a foreign guy his little thing was foreign is it stuff. like Ish- ishmu yeah, it was like Ishmu, and he's like, this is called Mountain Wiz, and somebody drinks it, and he's like, oh, it's from my country. He's like, it comes from goat. <laughs> and like the, it was like, I don't know, it's the manager like spitting it out, like Chris Parnell or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I think, yeah, I remember Chris Parnell was in like a lot of, he was in Jingle All the Way also. <laughs> it's just yeah. playing like random kids things I used to watch. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the other one I wrote down was uh, Cow and Chicken, which is an old, um, Cartoon Network show, yeah, a cartoon, cartoon, like, cartoon, cartoon. Right, I loved all those shows. Ed, Ed Nettie, and Dexter's great show Lab. that I loved. Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, 
it didn't want to Which admit it back anime. then, but I definitely No, I would it. never I would never tell anyone I watch Marvel. That and Sailor Moon, it's like I'd rather kill myself than tell someone I watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> I haven't I've never seen Sailor Moon, but I think I'd like it now. Yeah, but back then it's like you're a fag, man, for liking Sailor Moon. I'm like it's like kinda sexy too a little bit. Oh well, yeah, when you're back then. It's like kinda of pro- provocative and I'm like I I don't know how to explain that to people when they see it and it's like high school girls and like I'm like they're like getting naked ish like that's part of it and they're transforming and fighting crime. Um, I don't know. I haven't really. I don't remember anything about Sailor. I know there's a bunch of planets. Yeah, is there still uh, Sailor Neptune or did they cancel her? I, I don't or know. No, Pluto. I mean, <laughs> I can't. I think that's the kid. I think maybe in the show um and i don't know i i was never like i would watch it here and there but i was never like a fan of it the way i would watch other stuff like on toonami or like dragon ball z or whatever ronin warriors i don't know what that is yeah nobody does (laughs) no i bring it up to people and they're like the hell is that ronin warriors it was kind of like power rangers but like way more japanese more Japanese than Power Rangers? They were all uh, elements, and I think that they were all kind of like Beetle-esque or Bug-esque. They'd have kind of like It's not big weapon... bad Beetleborgs? No. <laughs> it's, it looks kind of like... It's animated like Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, but it's okay. kind of the plot of Power Rangers, and it's them kind of fighting these other evil beings that kind of also have mystical armor. Yeah, I liked it. The bad guys all have, like, Egyptian names. Like, there's Anubis is one of the bad guys. Um, he goes, Quake with fear! And he throws his sickle at them. Is there a cat? Is there a cat? There, I think there was a mascot cat character. Uh, there wasn't, like, an Egyptian cat? Or is it dogs? That vaguely sounds familiar right here. I watched it all a few years ago. Yeah, never heard of it. Yeah. Maybe I'll show you a few episodes. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. Uh, what did you have for TV? I know we skipped some movies. Come on. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think the first uh, reboot that I ever like encountered, I don't know, from my childhood, like, oh, this is something I liked as a child and got rebooted, was the Ninja Turtles, like, in uh, was it 2004, I think, they had the new series. The, like, the crystal something or whatever it is? No. Oh, okay. The, like, so we, yeah, like, when we were four or whatever, Ninja Turtles was huge, and I loved it sure. then, but, and then, like, it got rebooted sometime when I was a teenager, and I got super into it again. Like, I've always been nostalgic for Ninja Turtles, and I seem to, like, I don't know. I haven't watched, I guess I hate all the new stuff. I don't even know if there's a current cartoon going, but it was like the first time I think I had nostalgia for something, really. Hmm. Back when w- I was. Was that the one where it's like starts in ancient Japan? Like I think it's on Netflix or something, right? Um. There, I, I think there's a part in it in ancient Japan. It might have been hmm. broken up into two series too, because then they go to like space or the future at some oh. point. But yeah, they. I think they do go back in time at some point also and fight like. Or rich, like, Shredder's descendant or something. Hmm. 
they That's fought cool. a lot of variations of Shredder. Shredder was an alien. He was like an Umtrom, like a Krang. He was one of those brain aliens. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. They kind of merge with that. Yeah, like it was pretty brutal. And like as a brooding teenager for the time, I mean, they chopped Shredder's head off. <laughs> but then oh. he's like, he's a robot because he's got the Krang thing in his belly because the brain. Right. That's uh, cool. But and then like he had a daughter though. I don't know how. He, oh, Shredder was actually like a real thing back in ancient Japan. And I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I ate it up. I got all in, like, action figures again. Got the battle shell, all that. Bought all the Was that the one with the girl in it? Like, Crystal or Jade or something in it? Uh, There's Venus de Milo, the blue, light blue channel. Yeah. Yeah, that was a live action series. Um, Oh, this is an animated series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And before, then Nickelodeon had, like, the cartoon, the CGI one, but... I didn't watch any of that. But, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did, did you see uh, TMNT, that movie? Yeah, and I, yeah, I was super obsessed with that, too. Pretty sure. Oh, I, was that good? Um, I Not really. <laughs> okay. Maybe. It's not bad. It's not terrible. Um, But it kind of is in canon of the original movies, because there's like okay. a huge callback at the end. Like, uh, did you Have you seen the new ones? Oh, uh, the Michael, the Michael Bay, Bay ones? Yeah. Uh, I yes yes i hated the first one a lot mm. and then the second one was just kind of stupid fun so i kind of enjoyed it, it kind of like because the first one was a michael bay film and it was like super serious and like um but then uh the second one had like bebop and rocksteady and it was just really right. dumb and i think it was kind of just like hey this is a stupid concept so let's just go with that uh, I I always hear about like the comics, like the original comics, and how like brutal they were. Yeah, I always wanted to read those because I know like Casey Jones is actually a really cool like vigilante character and all this stuff. But uh, and I've seen like more recent ones and it looks really cool. And I know I showed you like the new female turtle. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna bring like that two up. weapons or something. But... Yeah, I've seen like panels of her coming to life. I think I read all about her after you showed me. I was like, mm. oh yeah, she. I don't know, some serum again. <laughs> it's always ooze. And they had that other uh, guy, Slash, who's made, like, various appearances. He was, like, the ancient turtle with, like, a black scarf or a black oh. uh, headband. He was in Turtles in Time. When you do oh, the cool. uh, prehistoric level, he's the boss. Yeah, I never... I, I watched a lot of friends play Turtles in Time. I never had it, though. It's probably yeah. the best Ninja Turtles video game yeah probably the i i've seen footage of the there was a not a very new one but there was one for like ps3 that was looked decent really yeah hmm. yeah they're all been garbage i think i got the gamecube yeah. ones and i don't know it's just like your movie tie-in tv show tie-in like standard game beat him up yeah, like type thing this one looked more like uh kind of like the old spider-man like n64 type games like it didn't look hmm. like amazing but it didn't look bad yeah there was like a fighting one that was supposed to be a super smash brothers clone but like hmm. it was just kind of not good <laughs> well they should just yeah, put too. the turtles in smash brothers i think they're in mortal kombat 
Uh, yeah, I think they are in the new one, or yeah. the last, the one before this one. Um, they've also done been in a bunch of crossovers. They had a um, Batman t- oh, uh, yeah. TMNT one recently. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I want to, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, they they were in an episode of Power Rangers in Space. That's cool. Yeah, they got to surf in space. I mean, what could be better for a ninja? You team? were more of a Mikey guy, right? Oh, uh, in man? my youth, yeah. But I think um, when the reboot came around, I was all about Donatello or Leonardo. I was like, they do the most. Like, they're the yeah. most focused turtles. But uh, Casey Jones is always my favorite sure, character. Yeah. I, I don't know. There, I, I I remember watching like an older Workaholics. I think I mentioned this, um, oh, yeah. where they uh, they decide who each one is. Is that the one where they're stuck in the sewer? Yeah, they're stuck in the sewer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, this is perfect. We are the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, you're that bitch, Danny. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. You're Danny. You're the. Uh, I I remember being like, I know who they're talking about. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> April's boss's son. Yeah, son, who is part of the Foot Clan, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a good deep cut. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I and I think I was either watching an episode of, or watching, listening to an episode of Doughboys, and they were talking about the Ninja Turtles, and uh, they're kind of talking about how all the little boys basically wanted to be Raphael because he's. I don't know, because yeah. he's kind of like the angry one. And I was like, yeah, that's who I was always <laughs> felt. <laughs> I always felt that anger. And I kind of, like, he always seemed to be like the anti-hero. And I always kind of liked that in characters. When, like, I know I've talked about, like, Knuckles. Yeah, he's the cool one. Yeah. He's always true. the a-hole character. Yeah. Yeah, Raphael is, like, I think the first one to s- swear. He says, damn. And yeah. <laughs> the oh, yeah, in the first movie. Like, Damn, damn, damn. I lost a sigh. Yeah. Oh yeah. All those are on, I think, Hulu or Netflix right now. Like all three of them. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I own them in various formats. Did uh, you I, know, I have. Did you but... know that? Okay. What is the name of the third Ninja Turtles movie? Uh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Lost in Time? Can't remember. Uh, think about it. It's just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. 3. But okay. I own a Blu-ray copy of it that says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Because they retroactively named it that because people kept calling it that because of the game Turtles in Time. I could have sworn the original VHS I had said something about time on it no i i have that too and it, okay. it just says ninja turtles 3 and i looked it up and that's like the internet told me so yeah hmm. huh. well that's that's some really mandela weird. effect stuff there that's yeah exactly it is it's oh, like berenstain okay. bears all over again i knew i knew it all the time it's berenstain bears <laughs> yeah i i don't have children so i didn't have that thing. truth yeah i i did read that yeah uh do you have any movies? Um, yeah. Have you ever seen Rockadoodle? Or no, it's no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Rockadoodle? Get that reaction a lot. Yeah, Rockadoodle. Rock-a-doodle. If I said, <laughs> could you take a guess what Rockadoodle is about? 
it's about a rock and roll chicken oh, yeah, of some pretty, sort. Yeah. It's like, uh, what is that, Chicken Run or something, or Chicken Little, but it's rock and roll. Um, it, uh, no. So it is like, uh, I think, does it predate Roger Rabbit? I think it might have been after Roger Rabbit, but I think it's the first movie I saw, like, it has, like, uh, standard hand-drawn animation, like, mixed with live action. And so about this kid who's reading this story about Rockadoodle, and Rockadoodle's a rooster who makes the the sun come up by singing his... I'm gonna have to link the song. <laughs> he sings... Is it like Rockin' Robin, but it's Rockadoodle? Yeah, Is yeah. Like, okay. He sings a song and makes the sun come up, and then one day some owls come and, like, beat the shit out of him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, um, they're like holding him down and the sun comes up and all the farm animals like lose faith in him because like oh the sun comes up without you rockadoodle so he moves to the city to be like a crooner in las vegas and then this boy who's this live action boy who's reading this story um he goes into the book because his farm is flooding now he's like rockadoodle i need you to make the sun come up and he goes and he and then the owl comes out of the book. The owl is scary as hell. It's got like these crazy, like sparkly fairy effects and stuff. And he turns the boy into a cartoon cat. And then he has to like join forces with the farm animals to go in Las Vegas and find Rockadoodle. Hmm. It's a great movie. It looks very. It looks kind of like Five Goes West. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I think it might. It's a. No, it's not a Universal movie. Is it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's hard to find. Well, it was. It's on digital now, but it was really hard to get a DVD copy when I was really quite in the digital era. Goldwyn. Samuel Goldwyn Company. Yeah. I don't know what else they've made. But yeah, I, I have a lot of nostalgia for the that movie. Chanticleer. That's the name of the rooster who sings... I don't know what Chanticleer means, but I saw a bar called the Chanticleer in New York once, and it had a rooster on it. If you know what Chanticleer means, write in. Hey, the this com oh, I guess it's a huge company there. I think that All Dogs Go to Heaven also came up on Google by when I looked up Rockadoodle. Yeah, that's very similar animation to. Oh, and Secret of uh, Nim. Yes. Talk about a scary owl. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, a... look, uh, American Tail came up. Yeah, I was lost. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's got a lot of good songs. Watch it. Probably if you have kids, <laughs> you'll go insane. If you're an adult and you've never seen this, and watch it. It's quite an odd movie. Uh, I just wanted to look up what Chanticleer meaning real quick. How everyone loves me looking up stuff. Uh, Middle English from Old French, Chanticleer, literally sing loud. Ah. There you go. There you go. Cool. Yeah, um, that makes sense because at the end, like everything's flooding. Spoilers for Rockadoodle. Wow. <laughs> everything's flooding and they start going. Shant declare, shant declare, shant declare. Uh, yeah, they're saying sing loud. 
Hmm. Guess what? He sings and the sun comes up. Uh, There's an my... awesome dance number. Oh. My nostalgia came from maybe the first time, well, probably not the first time, but times when I was like, oh, movies aren't always good. Um, <laughs> and losing faith in films and the people that I like in films. Um, I wrote down two. One was, I saw this movie at a young age, 100% too young to see this movie, like I've talked about, but this is for a different reason than my, other than my inept father. Uh, <laughs> I got taken to the movie theater with a friend and got shown Bowfinger. I've never seen that. Do you know what it's about? No. Do you know who's in it? No. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it, yeah, but I don't know it's... about it. Eddie Murphy and okay. Steve Martin. <sighs> Man, how do I explain this movie? I saw it, so it came out in 1999. I saw it in theaters. So that means what? I was 12 to see this. Um, it's okay. I'm going to read the Google when I look it up. On the verge of bankruptcy and desperate for his big break, aspiring filmmaker Bobby Bowfinger, played by Steve Martin, concocts a crazy plan to make his ultimate dream movie. Rallying a ragtag team that includes a starry-eyed ingenue, Heather Graham, a has-been diva, Kristen Baranski, and a film studio gopher, Jamie Kennedy, he sets out to shoot a blockbuster featuring the biggest star in Hollywood, Kit Ramsey, uh, played by Eddie Murphy, only without letting Ramsey know he's in the picture. So what he does is he's trying to achieve bankruptcy to get the money to create an actually good film by creating this really crappy film that loses money. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I saw this at 12. And I'm like, what is what is this movie? <laughs> I had no idea what it was about or what was going on. I'm like, what the hell? And I've had heard so many people be like, this is my favorite movie. And I thought I saw it once. And you just had a like, sense of confusion around it. Yeah, I was like, what is <laughs> what is this? Directed by Frank Oz. I, I was just like... <laughs> it just brings you back to your childhood naivete. Yeah, I was like, what is what was this movie? Like, Eddie Murphy goes to this, like, weird... He works with this weird, like, cult. Like, um, it's like a weird Scientology cult kind of thing, but it's called, like... Mindhead or something <laughs> like that, and he's like he wears a trench coat around and he flashes people. It's very strange. That sounds like a terrible movie. I'm glad I've never seen it. I I kind of want to see it just so see if it <laughs> what it is. Follow it now. Uh, the other movie, uh, Hero Town, was uh, I think his last movie, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> oh yeah, I love Beverly Hills Ninja. Man, uh, that was like the age of Chris Farley and right. uh, Chris Farley-isms, but when I think about that movie, I'm like, the hell was that? <laughs> like, it, it, I kind of feel like like I need to defend it, because it's in like an age where that kind of like catchphrase comedy, silly comedy, mm-hmm. where like, you know, uh, Jim Carrey was king, and I, <laughs> I loved that era, but man, this movie, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. But I, I'm sure it was a huge bomb and piece of crap. Yeah, I haven't seen it. 
in a while either. I know I had it on DVD. Um, I think it was, I found it along like years after it came out. But I'm sure it's super racially insensitive now. Yeah. Do they? I'm pretty sure they use the song turning Japanese at some point. Probably. <laughs> he probably is in like some like offensive garb and is like oh, yeah. grabbing the corners of his eyes and like turning them up or something like that. And doing like, uh, you know, some accent that I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe I will watch that soon. I think I see it right over there on the shelf. I, I will say Chris Farley, in one of my favorite SNL bits, he played Confucius. And he was working for um, he was working for uh, the company that makes fortune cookies, and like it would be like regular people. Like I think Chris Parnell was just like some white guy working as a writer in like a fortune cookie factory and he'd like come up with these bits and then he'd show it to confucius who was played by chris farley and he'd read it and it would be like a decent you know thing and he's like who wrote this bazooka joe and then he'd like throw it in the trash and he's like close your eyes i'll read you friggin uh thing and then he's like close your eyes and then he'd pull out some bazooka joe and like read that and, and like give it back to him be like thank you confucius i've never seen that one yeah i remember liking it at the time yeah chris farley though or uh john wayne once played uh genghis khan you know in a movie (laughs) yeah yeah didn't change his voice at all it's me genghis khan (laughs) here to conquer you mary jane i'm gonna climb over that wall there yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) pretty much what it is pretty bad uh do you have music i do um i don't really like this band uh too much third eye blind but i don't know i just associate their like happy bubbly songs although they're mostly about doing drugs i associate them with like i don't know carefree being a child i guess uh i should have put bare naked ladies that's probably a better example because i do i don't love them now i don't listen to them I'll listen to them if they're on the radio, but it was very like child-friendly music that seemed to be in like every kids movie. I, I, it was in the Digimon movie. It was yeah, and a lot of other stuff. There are a lot of '90s bands you could kind of re- write down as like you know in the ether, but you know marginally talented. Yeah, like Smash Mouth or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you hate Smash Mouth, right? They wrote down Sugar Ray, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know my story. I know story. how you feel about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, what's your favorite Sugar Ray song? I like um, Falls Apart. Um, I also like... Um, Everything that I used to say has gone out the window. It's <laughs> called. Uh, yeah, I remember. When Robbie it's over, Randall. that's it. <laughs> a cover of Yeah, that. when it's over, it's called. Yeah. yeah. But do you know the other one I that I mentioned falls apart? Uh, it's like she falls apart by herself. Day is gone and nothing is wasted. Run away, run away. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, once you get to that part, you're like, oh, I know what it is. Yeah, I know. know the titles. Yeah, most of them. I've seen them multiple times. (laughs) 
Yeah. I just love their old stuff. Their, their punk stuff. That's my favorite. Do you remember Mean Machine? Yeah, I love Mean Machine. They actually... Oh, man, I think I put that... I might have linked to that in one of the prior episodes. Uh, I, I thought about it because it's in a, my one of my games that I was going to play wrong. Really? It's in it one of the on? soundtracks. Uh, it's in Road Rash, actually. What's it's it? one of the... Road Rash 64. It's one of the songs oh, that plays. Okay. And I was like, who sings that? And I looked, I'm like, Really? <laughs> Because yeah. the only reason I had known Sugar Ray up to that point was like, oh, the, the, the saccharine stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's what got them popular. Their first album yeah. wasn't like popular at all. They had one song on it. That was yeah. Popular. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, there are a lot of 90s bands like that. I could, I've talked about my love for the Wallflowers, but, you know, they had one hit, but they're still going. Yeah. Uh, Great song. I think that song holds up. The Gin Blossoms? I don't know. Is the Gin Blossoms more than mildly talented? Hey, Jealousy. Yeah. They had one song. No, they they have a bunch. They might just all sound the same because I didn't realize how many... I went to a Gin Blossoms concert probably six years ago or something. I didn't realize how many songs I'd heard. Yeah, Yeah, I think that they've got like a biggest one. Do you like uh, better than Ezra? Um, that like you said, that's like the I don't know. I I probably can't name a song name, but uh, if it's on, I don't really shut it off. Good living with you. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They did a song called "Desperately Wanting," which is like this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I that's... can ring around through the red flag, falling a step behind. Desperately wanting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all stuff I hear, but I don't register what it's called or yeah. who it's by, but I don't shut it off either. Yeah. Guster, also one of those. Yeah, I don't know. I love a lot of that 90s. I mean, that was the era, era we grew up in. So yeah. I have an attachment to it, even though everyone else says it's trash. Yeah, I don't know. It was, was it trash? It was kind of just, it was on every station, I feel like. It would be on, like, the pop stations, and it would be on the rock stations too so it's just kind of widespread yeah but i mean yeah i think everything in that kind of era was kind of permeating to every other area like backstreet boys were everywhere and you know boy bands britney spears like even like when you kind of go to more like folksy like alanis morissette or jewel or like lisa loeb yeah those three definitely yeah or zombies or, excuse me, cranberries. <laughs> Zombies. It was a zombie. <laughs> zombie. Ah, 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 ah. Or that one Sinead O'Connor cover. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a Prince song. Yeah. Prince wrote that. Yeah. Um, I wrote down, one was from the 90s, one was from the 2000s. I wrote down this band, you probably remember, Savage Garden. Uh, yeah. Played the hell out of that song. Were they. What song? The Crying Shoulders song? I want you, It's like a really fast song. I only remember because there's a part that's like Chicka Cherry Cola. Remember that? I remember the Cherry Cola. Yeah, that's the only reason why. Yeah, I don't think I remember any of the other bits, but I. I, I know I didn't like that song. I was just no, like, I, a Jerry Cola song. It's bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that 
the mountain one and i think i mentioned this and i like i do many things like uh kind of uh that electronic stuff was popular too like ace of base um eiffel 65 yeah there's some weird like shitty band Eurotechnic invasion do you remember them, Eiffel 65? Yes, they're blue, abadie, dabadai. That's right. Um, the other one I wrote down was uh, In Da Club by 50 Cent. Because that was <laughs> oh, everywhere in the early 2000s. That's everyone true. was singing that fucking song. Everyone was singing, like, everyone was doing, like, the, the workout where they're hanging by their legs and doing sit-ups. Because that was in the video. What? I don't know. He, in the video, it, there's a lot... He's very built, if you've ever yeah. seen him. Um, and in the video, early on, it's like kind of him doing like this weird like Rocky Four kind of like they're testing his body thing. <laughs> and he's doing setups where he's hanging, like there are straps around his ankles. Yeah. And he's kind of like reaching... So he's hanging upside down and he's touching his toes. Right. Well, he's hanging upside down. Pretty impressive. That's why yeah. his abs are like that. But... Yeah. <laughs> there were people like in the gym when i'd go to the high school gym and they were like yeah they were on the pull-up bar and like trying to do it so so i bet so many people ate it that was before the time people were recording themselves though yeah we only had flip phones yeah did you have a book (laughs) i wrote uh in general dinosaur books because okay. i loved it i used to love dinosaurs when i was a kid and i don't know there's a lot of good dinosaur books out there i think i kept all of them i read them to my kid but uh, i still like i don't know i like maybe i like classifying things and sorting things and i think that started off as a young age but yeah. i was trying to when i was looking at books there were these books that popped up that were like, I think they're called discovery books that I had as a kid. Did you yeah. have these? Like that they'd be like ants or like bugs would be a thing or dinosaurs or rocks. Like I had a bunch of those when I was a kid and I can't remember. Did they have like flaps and stuff? Maybe. I'm trying yeah. to look and see. What the hell? Yeah. I remember. Yeah, there was because like animal books and stuff with like a bunch of flaps i never got to have them though too expensive um yeah i mean stegosaurus <laughs> I, I, I specifically remember this one book called uh it's a dinosaurs came back it was pretty it's pretty awesome got some pretty good ideas in there like yeah <laughs> I used to read these ones called Tiny Dinos. That's like way back. But it was about, I think that, yeah, and my sister used to read them too, and she got so nostalgic for them that I think she found the whole series on eBay and got all of them. Those ones are pretty in depth, they're pretty cartoony, pretty childish. But yeah, I don't know, dinosaurs like age one through four. That's what I was into. And maybe five, because the Power Rangers had dinosaurs, too. Hmm. Man, I wish I could find this series, because there's this, like... It was definitely a series of books that I... They had, like, a ton for, like, various subjects. 
can't remember what they're called. They're like Discovery for kids. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have subscribed to Ranger Rick or Zoo Books? It sounds familiar, but I can't. I can't place it. Yeah, Zoo Books. I think they both had the concept of it was like a different animal every month in the magazine. Oh. It does sound familiar now that even yeah. I don't know if Ranger Rick, I know that's what Zoo Books was. I forgot Ranger Rick might have been the same thing, but it might have only been like a northeastern thing, maybe like a regional thing. Maybe. But there's also like in Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Lord calls. Uh, Rocket Ranger Rick. Because Ranger Rick was a raccoon. Huh. And, like, <laughs> I think I was, like, the only person in the theater who got that joke. Well, no. I'm not. I know in my group people didn't get it. I'm like, ugh. It's a deep cut from that dumb magazine I used to get for learning. Edutainment. I used to love that genre. I mean, yeah. that's the right age for it, I suppose, but I, I don't know. There's something about it that I was just like, that hooked me as a kid. Yeah, I, I like... think one of my uh, games is kind of in that genre. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think I've talked about a, a different game that was in that genre. Uh, yeah. Books, mine was a throwback that I remember. Um Stinky Cheese Man and the other oh, fairly yeah. stupid tales. I remember they, Stinky Cheese Man. Sure. It was like a twisted take on classic fairy tales. Um, and I wish I had looked up any of the stories, but it would be like, you know, it would be like, you know, stories like The Frog Prince, but everyone dies or something like yeah. that. Like they were all kind of met for like. I don't know, alt kids, but like nine year olds. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I wish I, I remember it was read aloud in like my library class. And I wish I remember everyone's reaction because I remember all like me and my friends' reactions because we're gross boys. We were like, yeah, <laughs> stinky cheese, man, that's hilarious. So he was like the gingerbread man, run, run as fast as you can can't catch me i'm the stinky cheese man i don't remember what else happened i don't think anyone wanted to catch him because he stank yeah man i i should have looked up the i wonder if i can pull one up real quick there had to be like a little miss muffet or something i think they had a goldilocks there's a very loud, annoying little red hen that comes in to complain about no one helping her make her bread or do anything. Chicken Lickin believes that the sky is falling and demands that someone calls the president until the table of contents crushes her and the others. Uh, Jack of Jack and the Beanstalk is, I guess, the narrator. He introduces Little Red Running Shorts, a counterpart of Little Red Riding Hood. But he blurts out the entire story, so the book, the wolf gets pissed off and doesn't want to be in it, I guess. Alright. Is there three little pigs? 
there's a let's see princess in the bowling ball the oh, other frog prince the really ugly duckling oh yeah cinder rumple stiltskin the tortoise and the hare spelled h-a-i-r yeah goldilocks and the three bears yeah yeah well, at least they got one three in there the boy who cried cow patty I don't know. Just a classic that I I looked up. I was just like looking up 90s books that were popular. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I remember this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it. they still sell it. Like, in my kid's book order. I haven't gotten a book order in a while. That seems like the type of book that would be like a banned book. You know no I mean? way. I think it got like a call to cop metal. Whatever that means. I just yeah, remember but... books had that. <laughs> There are weird books that they're just like, it's too too much for kids. Like, I don't know. Like, didn't they do that with, like, they're, like, they do with, like, Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe not around here, though. Maybe around where you are now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think uh, it's a big anti-Christian thing. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, I remember um, being in Target once and, like, it being on, this was like when the first movie came to dvd and it was like on all the display screens and display display tvs and i heard one employee say to know he's like you know what this stuff's like about you know that's like <laughs> the dark arts and stuff it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah might get out of here guy read a book it's asshole. fiction yeah <laughs> like, like i don't know that kind of mentality pisses me off it's so like angering to me like like that's where you're drawing the line is like this kid's book about a like yeah. a boy who goes to like yeah. wizardry school come on guys like they had that movie jesus camp and i remember seeing a trailer for it and some like horrible woman's like screaming at like a little child and, like harry potter is the devil <laughs> and i'm like oh my god lady like calm down Video games? Oh, I mean, I just I put Sonic, of course. I don't know if I okay. have to go any deeper into that. That's the game I'm most nostalgic for, oh. I think. Vector uh, Man is pretty... I guess any Sega Genesis game. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of good Sega Genesis series, I really. Yeah. Trying to... Did you ever play Earthworm Jim? Yeah, I... Yeah, I didn't have it, but I borrowed it from friends a few times. I did huh. like that. It was a little too hard for me, though, I think. So was Sonic. <laughs> well, yeah. I'd usually be Tails. Yeah, I thought it was cool that they had kind of like a pseudo like two-player element to it, like where you could kind of play as both. That's yeah. Interesting. Uh, did you hear the review of uh, Shadow the Hedgehog? Oh, on how did this get played? Yeah. Yes. I love it. I care for it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that the gunshot was like every transition or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the game is so bad. I think that was one of the first games where I was like, uh, I, I can allow myself to be disappointed <laughs> with things. Yeah. Because like, whenever I got a video game, I'd always like, 
I'd have to enjoy it. I feel like I had to enjoy it because it's like this costs so much money. Like, I have to get something out of it. How much were games back then? I never really thought about it because uh, like, it was my parents buying it, I guess. Yeah, GameCube games were like 50 bucks, I think. Still. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think they went up to 60, like either that generation or the next. But, like, how much was an N64 game? I have no idea. Was it 60 bucks? 50 bucks? I, that, I think so. Maybe. Like, Game Boy <laughs> games were 30 or something. Yeah. That was, and I think Game Boy Advance games went up to 40 for some of them. So, yeah, I think N64. I got the N64 at the end of its cycle, though, so, like, I wasn't paying really full price for games anymore. Um, but yeah, I think like 50, 60, if I could be wrong, but I remember having to save my parents and maybe Christmas they'd get me stuff, but I wanted. If they had to reboot a Sonic series, would you want a 3D Sonic or do you want a 2D Sonic? Or like make a new Sonic, I guess, game. I want a 2D Sonic. I'm, I'm fine with 2D platformers. That's (laughs) What if they made a another like Sonic RPG? Oh, I liked the Was Sonic Dark R- Crystal or something. Yeah, like Dark Brotherhood or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I liked the DS RPG. It was all right. Hmm. What if they made like an open world RPG, like in the like GTA or something <laughs> with Sonic? I yeah. think they tried to do that with Sonic uh, 06. Yeah. Yeah, any Sonic with, like, an overworld map sucks, typically. (laughs) Sonic Adventure, Sonic 06. Do you think if they... Do you think there is a way that they could do it? Like, how would you do it if you were to do it that way? Like, hub Um, world? Like a hub world for Sonic? Like a hub, and then, like, a bunch of, like, kind of level... Like, Mario Odyssey kind of style. Uh, I do, like... Burnout Paradise. <laughs> you like? Have you ever played that? I think it was uh, like yeah. the first free roaming Burnout, where you like pull up the stop signs or whatever, and then you do a mission there. Do that with Sonic, um, but set it up in like a cartoony world, and he goes and he races people or something. That'd be kind of cool if, like, you know, Green Hill Zone was connected to like. On one side it was Casino Zone, and the other side it was like C Zone, and the other side it was yeah. Zone or whatever. Like there were six or something, and it was like this weird, like hexagonal kind of patchwork land or something. Yeah, yeah. I. They're all connected by like a biome. I feel like Sonic. No, Sonic Colors maybe had something like that. I can't remember though. Yeah. I don't know. Just an yeah. idea. Yeah, that's how I do it. You instead of pulling up to like traffic lights though in like Burnout Paradise, you pull up to like the checkpoint thingies that spin or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So Jim Carrey's in there. <laughs> ben Schwartz. Maybe. He just had a weird ass interview for being Dr. Robotnik on like uh uh whatever, Live with Michael or whatever that show is with Michael Strahan in the morning. Mm-hmm. He sweet reaches the show. Yeah, uh, Jim Carrey was on there promoting the Sonic movie, and he was just being like extremely 90s Jim Carrey, like, yeah, 
crazy gags and like weird when things. i see him doing that now i'm kind of like are you still doing this like i feel kind of <laughs> weird about it like even though i liked it then i'm like why are you, why are you still doing it like, yeah it had its time and it's like, yeah it's over yeah like i i don't know he, he's like act like he's trying to like kind of be into it but i'm like this seems fake even for you like i know you're just like putting this on like i feel yeah. like he could do it better but he doesn't want to <laughs> Like, I feel like he could do that bit in kind of, like, a better ironic way. <laughs> Instead of yeah. just being like, here's what people want, kind of. <laughs> is it? Is it, though? Like, um, he was just on Colbert, I think, or it might have been a while ago. And Colbert was having him redo lines from his old 90s movies in dramatic ways. So they'd play like a scene from like um, the mask, and he'd be like, "Somebody stop me!" And then he's like, "All right, now I'm gonna redo the scene. You, you've seen something horrific in the bathroom, <laughs> and you're trying to stop your boss from going in there." And it's like Jim Carrey's like, "All right, let's do this." And he's like, and he he just does it, and I'm just like. Also, not what people wanted. <laughs> no. Yeah, like yeah. you did it wrong. Like you didn't redo it, and I feel like there was a way for him to do it. That would have been like, yeah, that's good, but no. Yeah, the other he way. goes too far in either direction. I don't know because he's got some great like dramatic roles too. But yeah, Furman Show is great. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I think I, I, I liked. He's just an Majestic. extreme person. I think he's just got extreme personality. Yeah. Have you ever heard the Tommy Lee Jones story about him? I probably. Like, I've heard this... He threatened him, right? No, he... I got this from another podcast um, called The Weekly Planet, but he... Like, apparently there's a quote out there from Jim Carrey saying, like, when they were filming whatever Batman it was. Was it Batman Forever? Forever, yeah. yeah. When Tommy Lee Jones was Two-Face and Jim Carrey was the Riddler, I guess. Uh, Jim Carrey came into a restaurant that Tommy Lee Jones was already eating at. And Jim Carrey went up to him and was trying to be all buddy-buddy with him and, like, joke around. And Tommy Lee Jones said, like, something he said, please leave. I do not like you because I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like Tommy Jones. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I butchered that quote, but it, it, I know I cannot sanction your buffoonery. It was said. That's what apparently the story is. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> that sounds like something that would be said to Jim yes. Carrey at that point in time. So I feel like that is yeah, always kind of what's what you can always say to him. He's always going to do something that makes you... Buffoonery, I think, is a good word for Jim Carrey. Yeah. Which I did sanction it, and now I'm kind of like, we're done with that, right? <laughs> yeah. Tommy Lee Jones was ahead of our time. Yeah. Uh, is he still alive? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Is he doing anything? It's like 100 um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. I'm interested. I'm going to look that up. Holly, you, do you have a game? Uh, I've done a few. Um, 
Road Rash, which I mentioned with the old uh, motorcycle gang game, which you play one of two gangs, or you could be on your own, and you'd have, like, pipes and, like, wrenches, and you'd try and knock oh, each geez. other off of, like, the other. It was super violent, and you'd, like, sometimes you'd have tasers, and you can, like, tase them and then kick the guy into the car, and then it'd, like, hit him off the road. And it would have, like, this kind of, like, crappy metal, like, soundtrack, like, <laughs> like, like Sugar Ray, Mean Machine, yeah, yeah, and a bunch yeah. of songs like that. I wrote yeah, down I um, a few edutainment games. One that I played at um, after school rec that we did for a long time. They had Number Munchers. Remember that game? Number munchers, no. It'd be like there'd be a three by three panel, and there'd be like you'd have to add in them, and but you'd also be like pursued by these little like green or different color guys that would try and like eat the numbers, and you wouldn't do it before they did it or something. Hmm, I don't remember that one. Hmm. Maybe I didn't uh, play those. Maybe. I also wrote down uh, Prince of Persia. Yeah, I remember that one. The original. I was going to say, I, I remember playing that in Aftercare. Yeah, because I remember it was really hard. I think I was one of the first people to get the sword, man. Yeah, I remember. Jeff got the sword, Jeff got the sword. Oh, yeah. I was always <laughs> yeah, it was hard like, yeah. to like, jump that gap or whatever. You had to like, yeah. time it perfectly. Yeah, I managed it because I was just there all the time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, Oregon Trail. I remember yeah, playing that. But. I wrote down that one too. Oregon Trail and people leaving like dirty, like tombstones. <laughs> and like, I remember a kid like got in trouble because he was like riding one, and like uh, the council like saw him doing it, and he's like, "Hey, come with me." <laughs> and like took him away. Uh, I don't think I ever got time on the computer. Like they were always all taken up before I could get to them in the computer or whatever. Uh, stuff um <laughs> there was one i think it's called california games that i really liked where it was like kind of a, like olympic stuff but uh, like you'd do like the shot put and you'd do like running and there'd be like surfing and stuff like that i thought it was like that was cool uh there was one i don't remember the name of but you would do like math problems and if you did them like enough of them and you did them fast enough it would like make your car better and at the end of the little session you'd have a race a bunch against other cars and like how well you did would kind of determine your place in it mm. yeah and when you would kind of get to like a big boss race it would be like oh no oh no oh no <laughs> and then you do the race and you might lose it I don't know. <laughs> it's weird i don't remember any of these games i didn't get access to like game library at all hmm. uh here's one i had at home it's called load runner you guys mentioned it yeah l-o-d-e runner it's kind of like um like graphically like pitfall like it's really okay. simple you'd be so you'd be this little guy you'd kind of be like essentially in a cave almost every time some form of cave and there'd be a bunch of kind of like levels and kind of ways to get from like left to right, left to right, left to right or so. And there'd be ladders in various places. 
and there'd be these uh, kind of traps in the levels, and there'd be like guys trying to kill you, and all you had for a weapon was this thing that would um, shoot out the ground in front of you. So cool. if you shot out the ground, it would over time refill. So if an enemy f- fell in there, uh, they had a chance if you did it too early to they might get out and kill you. But if you did it <laughs> with the perfect timing, they'd fall in and then it would close back up on them. Hmm. I think there are a few other weapons you could get. But I remember playing a lot of that. Uh, the other one was called The Incredible Machine. Which, it was in very early... I had an MS-DOS. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast. Uh, did I have one? I don't know. I had an old-ass computer. I didn't get a new computer. Like, a good yeah. computer for a long time. Same. I had an MS-DOS for a long time. Uh, Incredible Machine. It was, like, a puzzle game where they'd give you, like, all these kind of random pieces, and it'd be like, get this, get this ball over to this area and you'd have to kind of use the pipes and like all these tools to kind of get it over there and it would start like all the ball would do was like fall you know a foot so you'd have to find like a way to use a ramp or something with all the pieces yeah or something i remember a mini game like that in uh this old rugrats game i used to play on the computer i had one that was do you remember that game three vikings hell yeah it was kind of like that, but it was aliens. So they kind of be like separated, and they kind of have to all get through a certain exit. So one yeah. alien could do a certain thing, the other two could right. do other different things. Like one could squish, one was short, and one could lift. And you'd kind of have to cooperate them to all get them to the exit. Yeah, I like those kind of puzzle action games. Those are yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, and I think I. My other edutainment game, Ed Pepper's Adventures in Time, a game I loved. Point and click adventure, where it's a little girl who gets sent back in time, but time gets screwed up when you go back, and you go back to meet Ben Franklin, and he's like a hippie, and he's like <laughs> he's built his own um, like weird hot tub out of all his like inventions. Hot you have to convince. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you have to convince like all these people of problems, and there's like an evil like red coat colonel who's kind of like the governor <laughs> of the town. What the hell? And you have your dog with you, and like there's a point where you have to give all the people proverbs, like the different proverbs that Ben <laughs> um, Franklin came up with, and it like changes their output on life, <laughs> so they become oh, like good again. You're bending the time stream. Yeah. I remember loving that game. What do you remember? What it's called? Did you see what Pepper's called? Adventures in Time. Pepper's Adventures in Time. It was supposed to be a series that just never. That was the only game. <laughs> I guess it bombed or whatever. Yeah, I never heard of it. Didn't get too popular, I guess. No. I I remember like loving it and going into elementary school and like being like, "Can I put this on all the computers?" And I like put it on all the computers. <laughs> Because it was like a four, like floppy disk, like <laughs> thing. And I like installed it like during recess one day. Nice, that's in dedication. All in all the homeroom computers, I doubt they still have it. Uh, is it how many? Did you have three homeroom computers? Or? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah, we had like three. I think like 
big old Macs, Macintoshes, like the weird blue ones surrounding each other. Yeah. Uh, that's all I had. Um, now kids get laptops in freaking kindergarten. <laughs> Which uh, is pretty amazing. <laughs> I actually have a quiz. Oh. Is it about things I've been watching? Hopefully. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, I always try, whenever I start doing a quiz, I'm like, this is hard. And I just like look up a quiz. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I was going to teach my sister about the Ninja Turtles and, like, give her a quiz after every episode. And I was like, that's a lot of work because I have to watch the episode and then write questions about it. Yeah, I was going to make, like, five questions about each of the categories that we usually do. And I'm like, I got to, like, what? I got to, like, two on the movies. I'm like, this is too hard. <laughs> and I, like, kind of changed all of them. So I've got a few questions for three of the categories. Movie kind of TV, kind of music. Uh, I'll start with movies, as we usually do. Howl, from Howl's Moving Castle, was played by what actor? I, I Wait, played or voiced by? Voice. <laughs> Still don't know. <laughs> okay. He has a Batman affiliation. He has a Batman affiliation. Um... I've seen this movie, but a long time ago, and I want to see it again. Uh, not Michael Keaton. No, it's not Michael Keaton. Uh, that other one. Uh, Val Kilmer. Incorrect. It is Christian Bale. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Porco Rosso, voiced by which actor? Also <laughs> a Batman affiliation. I don't even know who that is. It's a Studio Ghibli movie. Ghibli movie. Um, that you know they all Val... have like huge, huge like actor pools. Yeah, Val Kilmer again. Uh, that one's Michael Keaton. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. All those Studio Ghibli movies have like a ton of like Mark Hamill's and like a bunch of them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The only guy I recognize from Spirited Away is like. One, he's in a bunch of Disney stuff, but he's like specifically Michael Chiklis is in it, I think. Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah he might be the. It's like Shihiro's dad, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, though I so apparently I had two for movies. <laughs> That's oh, okay. it. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm calling "Did They Cats." Uh, <laughs> This is a list of people. It's yes or no, true or false. Were they on Dr. Katz, which was on in the 90s? Okay. I thought you were going to say, were they in the new musical Katz? No, thank you. <laughs> uh, H. John Benjamin. Uh, yes. His yes, voice he was. is perfect for it. Yes, he was the son. Uh, Sinbad. Popular comedian in the 90s. Yes. Um, but I'm going to say no. That is correct. Tom Kenny, popular comedian in the 90s, current voice actor in the right SpongeBob, now. right? Is he yeah. SpongeBob? Yeah. Uh, then yes. George, I had to George. start voice acting somewhere. Jerry Seinfeld, um, popular comedian of the 90s. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, he was. Yeah, he's too popular to not have. It's a good Conan O'Brien, 
popular host. Hmm. That guy. I don't think so. Unless he would be incorrect. He no, man. Yeah, the skit. I was gonna show. say maybe he he wrote for it, but not was in it. But Maria Bamford. How do you like my new name? <laughs> don't know. Um, and currently, yes. Wrong. Ah oh, man, she was not. I'm trying to guess if you're misleading me or not, but I don't think you are. Patton Oswalt, popular comedian in the '90s. Also does a lot of voice acting. I'm going to say yes. Yes, he was. Ben Stiller, popular actor in the 90s. Hmm. I feel like that he would have had some network affiliation, so yes. Hmm. Winona Ryder, popular actress in the 90s. Uh, I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I don't see her doing that or hear her doing it. She was in the... She was on the oh, damn. Bob Odenkirk. Popular comedian in the 90s. Uh, yes. Yes, he was. David yeah. Cross. Popular comedian in the 90s. I th- yes, if Bob was there, Dave had to be there, yes, too. Sure he was. He didn't have to be there, but it would make sense back then. Louis C.K. Popular comedian in the 90s. Hmm. Um... Maybe not as popular as he was. No, later. yeah, he's, I've never been super fond of. Never gotten really into. I never watched Louis. I liked him on Parks and Rec, though. Um, but I'm gonna say no. He was on there. <sighs> yeah, I was. I was a fan of his comedy, and I, I liked his show. Uh, then he kind of fell from grace, and yes. I don't feel right supporting him, uh, which is just how it is, unfortunately. Uh, if other ladies are fine kind of accepting him back into the community I'll be fine to do so as well but right now I don't feel right doing that (laughs) yeah I liked his show I thought his show was actually really good Um, yeah Louie I never watched it but I've always heard good things about it he had that other one I never watched called Horace and Pete never even heard of it yeah it was like a web series he also had um show called i think lucky louie yeah yeah didn't he was the web series i know he did a lot of like just pay five dollars through my website to get my stuff yeah i think that's pretty cool yeah i like that practice uh the artist he had that movie that was canceled called i love you daddy (laughs) what yeah he had a movie called i love you daddy that was canceled around that time kind of being hosted oh yeah never heard of it yeah well not many people have unless you thought <laughs> but he's a lot less. doing stand up to do a special so yeah. uh David Duchovny popular actor oh. in the 90s um yeah I think David Duchovny would do that he was a lot of things Sarah Silverman, popular comedian in the 90s. Yes. That voice is prime. Laura Silverman, sister of popular comedian in the 90s. Uh, uh, Yes, I feel like you'd only bring her up if she was on there. Yep. 
I don't know if she's done anything else. She was actually a regular on the show. Oh. She was uh, Dr. Gat's secretary. His terrible secretary. Yeah, I've never seen this show at all. I figured it all just took place with him in that chair and the patient of the chaise lounge. Or That's a lot of it, yeah. Um, a lot of it is just comedians doing their bits. So they yeah. just come on and do like a 15-minute set. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, there they had a ton of people on there, and they had a lot of repeats on there and stuff too. Um, was Brian Posehn ever ever on there? Was he? I I can't remember. Dave Chappelle was on there. I know that. Um, they had they had some big people like Emo Phillips. You know him? He was like a yeah. <laughs> David Tell, Don Herrera. They had a, pretty much like so many people from like Comedy Central Presents were on there. Like that era. Yeah. I never watched. I just, I never got into Comedy Central. Well, I just, I, I think it was taboo in my house. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like my parents, my parents were it. like, yeah. Don't watch King of the Hill. Watch this shit. <laughs> yeah. Watch Dave Chappelle stand up. Yeah, it was uh, everything on there is pretty tame. Yeah, yeah. Then they start now. They do like uh, two o'clock. They they say MFR and stuff. Yeah, you can actually uh, Doctor Katz. The entire series is on YouTube right now. Oh, cool! You can just Google it. And buy it yeah, I watch actually, my favorite popular comedians in the nineties. Yeah, uh, I actually. Purchase the series, the DVD series recently. Nice. Super expensive. They really? it wasn't always that way. It's been cheaper, but I guess it's out of print, maybe. Probably. Did you have to like get it secondhand somewhere? Or like, uh, no, I got it, but party? it was close to a hundred bucks. What did I want to pay for? Like it's like six yeah. episodes or whatever. Yeah, I time. snagged Daria for forty dollars. I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, I've been watching that series, speaking of comedians in the um, 90s. I'm on season three out of five. Right, yeah. Yeah, are you going to watch the movies? Is there a movie? I didn't realize that. There's like two made-for-TV movies. Yeah, why not? One, yeah, one serves as the finale of the series. Yeah, sure. I'll do it. I think Once I'm done. Daria goes to camp, and Daria goes to college. Hmm. Uh, here's the last part. Uh, musicians. This is stage name. Robin Fenty, popular singer, born in 1988, goes by her middle name. What is it? Uh, born in 1988, so she's my age. Um, Robin Fenty. No, Shakira's older than me, and Fenty is not Latina. Um, er... I'm trying to think of a hint I could give you. <laughs> I wouldn't give it up immediately. Uh, this lady may be known to be in a heist or something. A heist? What? Maybe, what? maybe a it... popularized heist? Does she have a one name like share or yeah like, oh yeah it said it's her middle name yeah 
Uh, uh, Adele. No, it's uh, Rihanna. Oh. Okay. I'll Robin okay, Rihanna I'll... Fenty. Yeah, I've listened listened to a whole like half hour biography about her. Yeah. I... Uh, Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanota. That's Lady Gaga. Sure it is. Yeah, I know that one. Calvin Brodus Jr. Um, Cal- Calvin Brodus Jr. Brodus Jr. Uh, any hints? Uh, I'm trying to think of. It is a. He's a TV host occasionally. Um, he's a big fan of animals. <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson. It is. It's a singer. Remember that. <laughs> Have you ever heard Mike Tyson sing? No, I haven't. Is he good? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> um, Sting. Snoop Doggy Dog. Oh, he likes animals. He's Snoop Lion now, isn't he? I know. I think so. Okay. <laughs> but I, I was trying to go for... He was also... He played Huggy Bear. Okay, gotcha. Also that. Paul Hewson. Oh, I've heard that one. But I have no idea. Sting again. Uh, it, no. <laughs> I was trying to think of a hint. I was like, uh, is lawyers do everything for free? Oh, Bono. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I heard it. Okay. Robert Zimmerman. Robert. Uh, the Edge. Think of his first name. Bob. <laughs> yeah. Bob. I don't know. Think of one of the people who does this podcast. Oh, Bob Dylan. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Robert Zimmerman. Really? Yep. Any relation to George Zimmerman? I doubt it. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's all I have. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I was just like, eh, half-hearted. I did better with X-Men, I think. Yeah. I I think that's been your best one yet, the X-Men one. I know more X-Men code names than artist stage names. That's fine. It's kind of like, you know, it it seems like an otherworldly thing when we're kind of referring to someone who seems larger than life. I know it's like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, they can't shoot concussive blasts out their eyes. You don't know like that. Scott Summers. You don't know what Ray Charles is doing. That's <laughs> true. Or Stevie Wonder. Glasses. <laughs> Do you think Stevie Wonder's blind? There's a theory that he's not. Um, he's, he's caught things on stage. So. I mean, he, that's a long con if he's not. Yeah, I think he's like somewhat blind. Yeah, maybe he's just like, um, you know how some deaf people aren't deaf, but they're hard of hearing. Right, yeah. Maybe he can see some stuff, but the fact that he catches something isn't. I don't know. know. Maybe he sensed it like a daredevil. (laughs) Yeah. 
I, I definitely am. I like that more than I like Stevie Wonder as Daredevil theory yeah. more than Stevie Wonder as Blonde. Uh, my, my mom used to work with a, a lawyer because um, she worked <laughs> Matt Murdock. Uh, he, he was a blind <laughs> lawyer in her, in her <laughs> office. Um, and I don't think he was Matt Murdock because she told me she only ever told me two stories about him. Um, and one was that he was walking through the hallway and he walked into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's a long like, con. Yeah, this lawyer, uh, he walked into a wall, and then he's like, "Who put that there?" <laughs> and he walked off. Did you know anyone was there? I don't know. He was Probably he did. That's why he spoke. Yeah, I think he was just like he did it as an accident, and then just probably tried to make a joke about it. The other story: Have you ever seen um, Scent of a Woman? Uh, no. It's Al Pacino plays a blind lawyer. <laughs> oh, man. hoo so, That's where that comes from. Oh, it's a movie? Yeah. That's it. Um, and uh, the they let him drive in that movie. You know, he's blind. And apparently in college, a bunch of these guys frat buddies let him drive because they were all too drunk. Oh, is that the movie where, like, someone directs him while he drives? Yeah. That's... I remember they did a Mythbusters episode about that. And apparently this, that happened to this guy. <laughs> oh, your mom's friend? Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. He drove? Yeah. This, he was in the college and his like frat brothers were all too drunk to drive. So they let him do it, I guess. And then they got Jeez. pulled over. And <laughs> they got pulled over and he's like, are you drunk? He's like, no, I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> we have a DD. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I should have said that story. It's probably fine. <laughs> There's no names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just my mom. Just she, Matt Murdock. Yeah. You can't do anything better. Uh, Alright. Anyway. <laughs> Movie review time. Oh, uh, yes. Can we uh, come up with a name for this? Yeah. I've been getting classy. Um, I've, that's maybe. what I'm calling it for now. Okay. Like getting classy. Would you call this movie classy? Uh, that's classic. I, guess. I mean, it's a it's a cult classic, definitely. Yes, I don't know if I'm part of that cult. Um, mm, interesting. Uh, we watched. I, I watched. Did you watch? Rewatch it at all? Uh, I looked up a bunch of stuff. About yeah, I just looked up. So I watched for the first time Blade Runner with Harrison Ford, mm. uh, Ridley Scott movie, right? Mm. Um, Based on a book. Yes, do androids dream of electric sheep? Have you ever read it? No. I've heard it's very different. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, but uh, i never seen this. I wanted to see it. If you listen, you know I like a dystopian, gross future. And this takes place all the way in uh, 2019. Boy. <laughs> just like watching Akira. I'm like, ah, this is happening right now. <laughs> um... What a future it is. There's a lot of big movie screens and flying cars and uh, robots that look like people. Replicants. And um, so the replicants like fight wars on different planets. Is that their whole purpose? I mean, I, I think that they are created to do like certain jobs, like media labor kind of jobs. I don't know necessarily that they're meant to fight wars. I, didn't, I can't remember that. 
Yeah, it said they were battling off-world or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think. But I there's also a director's cut, I which I don't know how different it is, but... Um, well, I know part of it has to do with the theory that Deckard is a replicant. Right, and I've heard that. But I couldn't pick up on it at all during this movie. I think uh, part of what you're supposed to recognize is their eyes glowing red. Yeah. And I think his eyes do glow red at some point. I don't know if that's in the regular cut, but I I believe I remember that. Hmm. During a certain point. Yeah, but yeah, Deckard's played by Harrison Ford, and he's meant to hunt any replicants, or he's retired, uh, Blade Runner, which they don't really explain the name. Why is he called, why is he a Blade Runner? Um, but yeah, he, he hunts replicants and retires them, which is fancy ways for saying he kills them. And I don't know, I guess, I heard there's a bunch of themes to this movie, and I just didn't pick up on any of it, I guess. I like the neo-noir, like film noir type thing. I totally got that. Um, I like, I mean, for, what, 1982, I think? It's a pretty awesome-looking movie. But I'm jaded, and I've, like, seen Terminator. I've seen these things before, so it's kind of like... I'm sure if I saw it at the time, it'd be like, whoa! But, you know. Um, I didn't hate it, but I, I just thought it was pretty basic and i know it's not which was the thing i was like it just seems like this whole cat and mouse thing where you know he's hunting these four replicants down and when he kills them he's good that's gonna be the end of it and yeah i looked up stuff after the movie to like see if i missed every anything i was like no i i got all the information i guess yeah i think stuff like themes are are kind of tough to pick up and like some certain motifs and symbolism like on at least if you just watch something once it's kind of like you know you might miss a lot of stuff yeah oh yeah but yeah i guess i don't know did Um, you like the uh soundtrack vangelis soundtrack yeah it's definitely got a mood to it that i and I love the stuff inspired by it. I should like this movie more because everything that like the music and the like futuristic stuff that has come since then is super influenced by this. And I love that stuff. But I think it's another Akira situation where I should have seen it earlier. Yeah. That's a problem with some of these old movies. They, you know, they get a tough time holding up after you've seen some of the other things. Did you read anything about the sequel at all? No, and I was I've been holding off to see the sequel until I watched this. So I'm probably gonna watch that too. So uh, I've heard mixed things about it though. Nothing yeah. terrible, but nothing great. Sounds right. Uh, yeah. Did Did you like <laughs> that speech that Rutger Hauer does at the end? Is kind of like famous. Did you like that? Which one's that? The Where tears you... and rain speech. Oh yeah, yeah, was... yeah. I I mean I like that part. Um, I guess I've just seen like so much like robots becoming human stuff. Also that like it kind of fell flat for me. 
Did you like Bicentennial Man? Did you see that? Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, and I just ah, uh, what did I watch? I watched Alita Battle Angel recently. Oh, how was that? Surprisingly, I liked it quite a bit, but it was also about a like badass girl rollerblading and like sure. kicking the shit out of people. So it's right on on my alley. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, I thought I would hate it, and I I watched it on a plane, and I was like. Oh, I'm glad I watched that. I'm very glad I watched that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I Like Akira, I appreciate it. I appreciate everything it's inspired and all the work that went into it at the time, but um, I wish I had seen it earlier. Again. Same with this movie, right? Yeah, you said Akira. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I said like, like Akira. Oh, okay. Like this. Um, yeah. When did you see it? Uh, I think I was still working at Ace when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a yeah. while. I didn't but... like Harrison Ford's voiceover very much. Like, I get it. It's a film noir trope, but he, I don't know. <laughs> he just kind of sounds like he's phoning it in. I mean, he does in every movie, honestly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I, I don't know if you can blame him for it. Well, I guess you can. <laughs> yeah. But it's... He seems exotic. Like even in his early movies, you're like, "Are you even trying, man? Come on!" Like he's so over it. It's kind of annoying, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the... his acting style, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Like even what like Indiana, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I was gonna say Indiana Jones, but his character is kind of like, "I'm over this." <laughs> like, yeah, but... I just want to get this back to a museum. When did he start acting? Like in his forties, maybe, or maybe earlier. Uh, wasn't is Star Wars his first movie? I thought. I think it was. He was like a carpenter on a set. Maybe something else was his first movie. I think Star Wars was pretty close. I can look that up. I already um I have Tommy Lee Jones's IMDb up. He was just in Ad Astra last year. So yeah. he's got a couple movies coming out. I heard that was trash. Yes, trash. Ad <laughs> trashta. Um. Harrison Ford. What I want to say, Star Wars was his first movie, but that's just probably me. Um, probably some unknown. Movie. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think he was a character, or um, like I said, a carpenter, and like someone pulled him aside and like, "Can you fill in?" And then he, he was, okay, yeah, dead heat on a merry-go-round. He was an uncredited <laughs> bellhop. Yeah, that sounds right for. First uh, American Graffiti that I pulled up. Yeah, that's probably his first film. Like, yeah, major film. Which is yeah, George he, Lucas. He, okay, yeah. So maybe George saw him on that set. I think George Lucas. But yeah, he has like six or something uncredited roles before that. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually considering that as one of the questions, like a quiz. Because I was looking up like people that were like unknown in their first movies, and it was like, um, isn't it like Elijah Wood that did the first like, or is it um, Back to the Future Two something? Like yes, that? yeah, yes. stuff like is that. It, and like the future milkshake shop or whatever the hell it yeah. is. Yeah, and like um, the, there's this guy who's uh, plays a character called Gay Karate Man, and the name is. <laughs> One, all one name, John claude Van Damme. <laughs> it's like, just generic title. Gay karate. 
Yeah, Tobey Maguire's in, um, you ever watch the movie The Wizard? About the kid who goes, the video like, game? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've yeah. ever actually seen it. Oh, yeah, Tobey Maguire has, like, a really small <laughs> role at the end, where he's, like, a, a crony to a bully or something. Yeah, I, I was looking up a bunch of stuff like that. Like, I think Quentin Tarantino was playing, like, uh, an Elvis impersonator in some, like, early movie. Hmm. Like we said, Chris Parnell was in Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Probably in stuff before that, though. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. That's all I got. That's it. So, if, yeah, you have any suggestions for words or you want to talk to us you can contact us uh wholegdshow at gmail.com facebook.com slash wholegdshow at wholegdshow on twitter caleb o'ryan does our music you can find him on spotify and most streaming services rate and review us on it's apple podcasts now i don't know if itunes exists anymore i don't know any whatever you're listening to this on rate review that's it right yeah when, where can people find you jeff uh, i'm at twitter at rerento shaw uh also at instagram the same uh, i very rarely do tumblr so if you want to go there feel free i haven't done anything for the youtube channel in a while so i probably got oh, yeah. a couple videos up there but I don't know. Once Dylan gets his new computer running, we can probably make yes. something. And I know we've talked about Animal Crossing coming out next month. So yeah. See what happens. Yeah, definitely. All right, and yeah, we'll catch the GD listeners in the GD next episode or next GD episode. I butchered it. That's fine. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Later.